Welcome to Making Sense of Mindfulness with Keith McPherson and your co-host, Krista Hope. Hi, and welcome to Making Sense of Mindfulness. I'm Krista Hope, and Keith McPherson is here. Very excited to bring all things mindfulness to you on this beautiful April Easter Monday. Hi, Keith. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Krista? I'm good. The Mercury retrograde <laughs> is at its best because I think both of us have been having some technical difficulties <laughs> getting logged on here. Yeah. I'm glad we both yeah. made it on the show in time. <laughs> in the I was, nick uh, of time. trying to call in. And, yeah, I was trying to call in and it kept going, I don't recognize your, your phone number or something. It was really funny. So I'm oh, grateful bizarre. at the very last second. This all worked out. It's great to be here tonight. Oh, it's so good. The very last second. So how was your Easter yeah. weekend, Keith? It was wonderful. It uh, was a weekend of spring cleaning, actually. Um, for those of you that were listening last week, I bought a house, and um, I'm moving out of the current place I've been in for 12 years. So I spent most of the weekend just going through old photographs, all sorts of old recordings, and it was just quite a quite a weekend of spring clearing. And, um, yeah, it's amazing how much life gets lived that gets forgotten until you look back at old photographs and realize, wow, like, I actually have lived quite a bit of life. So it's, um, yeah, it's also such a freeing feeling to just let go of all the physical. Um, it's such a bittersweet thing in some ways to just be, holding on to things that you don't want to let go, but really they've already been done. So there's um, this really interesting feeling of lift and spaciousness right now. And I'm just looking around the house that I'm getting ready to sell. And, you know, it's just uh, become so empty, but I am in a state of gratitude at the moment, just thinking about what a wonderful place this has been and how much it served me over time. And it's, um, yeah, just a bunch of mixed emotions coming up this weekend. So. Yeah, that sounds nice, though, with uh, good energy work, isn't it, to do that that physical clearing of your space? It sure is, you know. I think um, I made uh, a run to the uh, the garbage dump about three times and another ten runs over to the uh, the local thrift store where you can drop off used clothing and all your used items for people to reuse. And it just really got me thinking about just how temporary our life is and how, how so often we're just so clinging on to this physical stuff. And really at the end of the day, I mean, it's such a cliche to hear, you know, you can't take it with you, but you really can't take it with you. <laughs> and uh, even just going through my closets and stuff this weekend, looking at clothes and, and asking myself the question, have I worn this in, in a year, like over the last year? And my criteria was if I haven't worn this in a year, it's, it's no longer mine. I, I need to give it away and give it to somebody else. So it's um, quite the criteria, actually, to, to ask yourself the question, am I really going to use this? And if I do need this, um, it'll come back without force. And, you know, it's, it's just this constant process of letting go and more comes in. Yeah, nice downsizing feeling, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, love that process. Fantastic. I'm going to yeah. give you guys the number. I would lo- we'd love to hear from you today. The phone number, if you'd like to call in, is 
338-0905. Yeah, and hopefully, Keith, today we can hear some of your new music. We haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah, definitely. We've got a few songs lined up. I know uh, one of our regular listeners, Rose, uh, who's listening tonight, said she would only listen if we played a song off the new album. So, Rose, we'll make sure that we we get to a song at at some point on this this show tonight. And uh, so appreciate you calling. Yeah, yeah, you bet. (laughs) Absolutely. And when is the release of that? Sorry, I was wondering when, when when is the release? Yeah. Yeah, well, um, actually, this week we just were able to get up um, pre-orders for the album on my website. So the actual release date isn't going to be until June, but the um, you can now pre-order. And actually, I believe we're going to be shipping copies out starting next week of the album. So um, you can check that out at my website. And also the new book is up for um, pre-order on there, and we're <laughs> this weekend we're, Besides spring cleaning my house, I think I shipped out about 250 books all across the place, all across the world. So it's been uh, quite the process there, too. Wow, yeah, that's some work. Absolutely. Yeah, it's. Um, I, we've been doing it all, myself and my wife, we've been doing it all ourselves because um, our publisher doesn't kick in until November with books in the stores. So anything that gets ordered online literally – we pull the boxes out of or the books out of the boxes and literally sign them, package them up, put stamps on them, bring them to the post office. It's uh, it's totally a, a labor of love. So it's pretty interesting. The the Purelater truck came up to my house the other day and dropped off 2,500 books, and it was a little overwhelming. I think we were out there for about 20 minutes just unloading boxes off the Purelater truck of of these books, but. Um, Besides getting a good workout, it was actually such a, a great feeling to know that this this dream of mine that I've been writing over the last five years is now in the physical form and here. So it's uh, it's really exciting to be to be shipping these out across the world and um, helping people connect to this whole concept of of mindfulness. And um, I was going to share actually this morning I was uh, giving a talk at this amazing event it was um an event for for up-and-coming dancers um professional dancers that are starting out their career and it was just incredible there was about 40 of them and they asked me to come in and do a, a short workshop on on mindfulness and it was just so incredible that to speak with these people who have literally made the decision that they're going to dedicate their life to a career that is not necessarily a traditional career where it's not a a nine to five job. I mean, dancing is, is the kind of thing you're totally trusting your, your intuition that this is the right place to go. And we had a really wonderful talk about all the different versions of what I call the saboteur that comes up and tells you all the reasons why you shouldn't be following your inner dream to, to follow it anyway. You know, it's, I find when, when you've got that resistance that comes up within you that says, Oh, are you sure you want to do this? Um, you're usually on the right track. You know, most of us uh, give into that resistance thinking that somehow we, yeah, we better not do it. But this, this group this morning, I was just really admiring how they've really put themselves out there and, and following their, their inner intuition and bliss to, to choose dance as a career. It's just so amazing. So it's been quite the day today. 
Yeah, that's that's amazing work to get to do with people in the midst of starting their careers like that. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. I um, what? Sorry, Keith. I'm trying to fix my back end right now. So, <laughs> oh, what's going on with your back end? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. So I'm having some technical <laughs> difficulties. So I, I forgive me. I'm distracted here. Um, I, my sound isn't very good. So I'm in the midst of trying to fix it. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, speaking of, you are totally forgiving, Krista, and um, maybe this would be a good time to, to go to one of the songs off the new album so we get the request in from Rose. But, um, yeah, I should I should just share a little bit, and then maybe I'll play this song for you guys. But this is a, a song off my upcoming album called Shine, and it's a song called Forgiven, so you kind of triggered my memory of it. And um, this song actually is quite... Uh, sentimental for me it's it's actually in the theme of this spring cleaning in a sense um for those of you that don't know i played in a band called keith and renee for a number of years and although we still play a little bit now and then we've you know kind of decided to move in different directions professionally and when i was thinking back about this song forgiven um and when i wrote it it was really at a time when i had to make a decision whether i was going to stay in the band or, or move on and follow this pursuit of writing books and doing some solo music and it was a really trying time because I wasn't really sure if I was making the right decision or not and and most importantly you know I was thinking about my bandmate Renee who I spent the last 20 years of life traveling and touring with and so it was challenging because I really um, was concerned as well about making this decision because I was concerned that you know maybe I'd be letting her down or this wasn't the right thing and I'd be hurting her feelings and you know I I wrote this song in hopes that as I was making the decision I would be forgiven and you know the ancient Hawaiians they talk about forgiveness and they they say that forgiveness is really a returning back to a place of what they call aloha it's the the remembrance that underneath all of the um the pilikia so to speak the drama drama and the place of us worrying and going, am I doing the right thing? Am I not? Underneath all of that is actually just the the power of aloha, or you might say love. And so this song for me was really uh, written from a place of, of healing and wanting to make things right, wanting to make things peaceful and and love. And so I'm going to play this for you. I'm really excited too because we just my my friend Dave and I just shot a, a music video for this song as well that will putting out in the next month and it's um it's pretty cool we shot this video in this amazing warehouse in downtown winnipeg and just lots of really neat footage so anyway i could talk about this song forever i'm just going to get go ahead and play it for you here so this is from my new album shine and it's a, a song called forgiven hope you enjoy it Something is missing 
break your heart Will I be forgiven I don't know why Things happen The way that they do But here we are Life is a ride And every because these little teasers of these songs are just something else. You're really talented. Oh, so thank you very thanks, much. <laughs> thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing your gift with, with all of us. feel very grateful. Thank We're you. so lucky to get to hear this before, before it's even released. It's never had that before. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, live on Monday nights. <laughs> you betcha. So, so thank you. I'm going to bring in, we have yeah, a caller. Um, we have a caller, Keith. Uh, we have G and Jocelyn who've called in. So I believe it's two people on the line. And they want to talk to you about trying to help someone on their path. So oh, they I love it. Here. Well, G and Jocelyn. Yeah. That's, that's and Jocelyn, great. Welcome there, to the show, you guys. Keith. Hello. Hello, Keith. Hi, welcome. G. Hi. For those of you that Hi. don't know G. She's one of my best friends and an incredible coach and, oh, man, so many things. Thanks for calling in, you two. You are so sweet. We are so excited to be listening to you guys and all the wise wisdom you've been sharing over the weeks. Um, But, yeah, no, Jocelyn and I are together. Um, Jocelyn has a very thick French accent, so she's asked me to step in and ask her question for her so it comes across a little bit clearer. Um. So she has okay. a really close Jocelyn friend is, with her. Yes. Yes. Jocelyn, I was going to say, <laughs> as long as we don't have to answer the, the question in French, it's going to be okay, because I am failing French class in grade seven. So Perfect. I don't know if I'll be able to get your, your answer in French, but G can interpret it for you. <laughs> okay. My question is, I have a friend who I'm very, very close to and very dear to my heart, and she has... Some, she's struggling in her life, and like we all do in a way, but she, uh, I kind of give her some advice or give her some uh, good book to read or anything like that, but she never go through with them. She's going to read the book halfway or she's going to do things or it's too difficult, or, but that's been lasting for many years. And uh, my question really is, is for me. Right now I'm at a point that it really, really, 
uh, bother me and uh, I don't like that 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 could come between our friendship I'm like why wouldn't she go through if she knows that could make it better and now I'm like why does that bother me instead of just let it go and this is why I'm trying to look back at why I mean I should that shouldn't bother me do you understand my question mm. absolutely that was perfect I um I absolutely love your question and um, thank you for bringing that into our space tonight because it's got so many angles that are popping up for me as you're speaking. Um, I guess, thank first you. of all, Jocelyn, I w- want to just tell you, like, hearing you speak from this place, I-, I can tell that you have a very, very kind and generous heart, and you just, there's a there's a part of you as you were speaking that uh, reminds me of just the place of what I would call oneness, the place of connection and really wanting the best for for the people around you and for the world. And and so I can hear in, in the way you're speaking that there's this longing in you for for peace, for this friend of yours that's struggling and just wanting the best for her. And that is such an yeah. admirable and amazing place for you to come from. Um, as I'm, I'm hearing you speak as well, another thing that's popping up for me is the, the place of, um, I can hear the struggle in you, really wanting it for her and, and she's not necessarily taking your advice or making it happen. And it's, um, it's interesting. There's, there's a part of me that wants to advise you to also just um, consider what would it be like if you were to just allow, like to just allow this person to be where they need to be without um, interfering, so to speak, yeah. um, which is a very yeah. tall order. It's a very tall order. There's a, there's a quote up on my wall that says, True mastery can't be gained by interfering. Um, it can only mm-hmm. be gained by letting things go their own way. So everything has got its own its own path and timing. And sometimes when we get too close to things and we want them to be a certain way and they're not willing to change, there's a bigger reason at play. As um, Hoynes would say, it's ikaponomea. It's actually still happening perfectly on time. And mm-hmm. so what I was going to suggest to you is what pops up for me is actually the power of prayer. Now, I'm not yes. talking prayer from like old school church mm-hmm. prayer. I'm talking about prayer of like the present moment. And um, one of the things that I would recommend you doing, and maybe you're already, you've already tried this, but when, when I have somebody in a similar state as your friend, and I'm wanting to have them change. One of the most powerful things I can do is, um, without even calling them or talking to them, I just mm-hmm. literally will close my eyes and get a vision of them in my head and go to a state of immediate gratitude. So just even mm-hmm. just right now, if you bring to mind this person that you want to help shift into a better place, you just get in your mind gratitude for this person. You see them in a state of just absolutely appreciating all of the good things about them. Get a yes. sense of that right now? Oh, yes. Yeah? yeah. You're there? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yes. yes. Awesome. Uh, I really and like then, that. Yeah. Good. And then knowing that everything is connected under the surface, there's another level mm-hmm. of reality under the surface. You know, we tend to think everything is separate, but in fact, everything is connected. I mean, we know when somebody's thinking about us. You know, you walk in a room – you can tell without even words what people are thinking of you. Um, 
You can tell when someone's having a bad day and they walk in. Like we are so unconsciously connected. So even though you're not even in the same place as your friend, going to a good place in your mind, that place of gratitude, and then asking the highest part of yourself, the part of you that is connected to everything, just asking, um, what's your friend's name? Can I ask that? Audrey. Audrey. Audrey, right. Perfect. So even right now, like as you go to a good place and you just get Audrey in your mind and you just imagine Audrey being filled, like you just fill yourself with gratitude and just imagine and think of her as all the good things about her. I mean, there's a reason you care about her so much. So just going there and then just asking the highest part of yourself, you know, um, higher self, like just bring Audrey to a place of goodness of healing, Mm -hmm. of truly making the changes that she needs to make in her own time and just really allowing her to come into full balance, full presence, understanding her beauty, her purpose on the planet, like really going to Mm -hmm. that place of considering it already done, like thank you for bringing her into that awareness and then just offering that up and letting it go and not interfering. Yeah, just allow, after you've put out that prayer of just like wanting what you want for her, then you just, you go, okay, it's done. And you let it take place in its perfect time without interfering. And in my experience of doing that, um, it's a morning practice for me every day. I, I feel like the shifting takes place without me having to do much except just in my mind, it's already done. I already see her yeah. as healed. How does that, what comes up for you as you hear that? Uh, more peace than, yeah, I feel at peace with that. That was what I didn't like. I didn't feel at peace with the situation between her and I, but just thinking this way, she's seen that, uh, my thinking, I feel at peace, and this is the bottom line. This is what I wanted. So, yes, yeah, I really like that, Kate. I really appreciate oh, good. that. Yeah, I love it. It's, um, and can you feel like it just within you, you've gone into this peaceful place just by uh, yeah. shifting your thinking about it. And yeah. as you come into peace, she'll pick it up unconsciously. She'll feel it. And there's not a word that has to be said beyond just your intention. Your intention for yeah. her being at peace in the perfect time, she's going to shift there. I mean, in, in my mind, it's already done. Like Audrey's already in a place of feeling more peace. It's, it's there. Mm-hmm. And any resistance to that, I call the saboteur. It's like, are you sure yeah. this is happening? <laughs> of course it's happening. <laughs> Why is it not to happen? I believe it's happening. Just have a big smile. Yeah. A big smile. I'm very happy. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I too will keep this in my mind every morning and, and um, for the next week and just send out that she's going to find the right peace for herself too. And this is the practice of, of powerful prayer. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny, just I was reading this book by um, a woman named Catherine Ponder, who she wrote this book back in the 20s. It's um, The Laws of Healing. And she talks about this from a place of power prayer, like you mm-hmm. going to a good place and then aligning your thoughts with what you want to see already done. And it's not necessarily asking. It's more going, thank you for making this already yeah. happen. She's already at peace. Yeah. And as soon as you make that statement, Things have to shift. It's so yeah. awesome. Yeah, I know it um, is. There's another, there's another saying from Wayne Dyer. He says, 
when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So just by changing mm. the way you look at Audrey and seeing her yeah. as already healed, already at peace, she has to change. <laughs> it's going to have to shift. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't have to interfere. <laughs> you just have to exactly. keep your mind, align yourself with it. Yeah, you got this. Yeah. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate I it. it. Yeah, thank, thank you. you for calling in tonight, you two. And um, stay on the line because uh, Krista is going to get your, your address, and we're going to send you guys a, a free copy of the new book, Making Sense of Mindfulness. Amazing. Gee, I know you've already got one, but we'll, uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll send you another copy <laughs> for Perfect. sure. Thank you. Yeah, and, and Gee, while you're there on the line, I, I'd love for you to just – Gee, while you're, you're still on the line, I'd love for you to just yeah. share a little bit about the incredible work you're doing in the world these days about browse by G and whatnot. Yeah, no, it's it's been fun. I um I get to help a lot of women increase their confidence level and see things in the mirror that they don't normally see every day. And just by changing one little thing that helps them feel so much more confident, which is their eyebrows, which frame the face, they're the windows to the soul. Um, yeah, it's just been an amazing journey for me these past three years to be able to do that for women. And, yeah, I'm excited to go to work every day and do that and see my clients. So, and thank you. I love it. Can you tell, so for those of you that are listening that aren't familiar, um, G, she owns a, a company and a business called Browse by G. And she, like she was just saying, she works on people's eyebrows and, and features and just incredible work. But I, I'd love for you to just if you give a few moments just to share a little bit about how you got into that and, and your backstory because it's phenomenal to me. Well, thank you. That I don't know where to start, but thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Um, You're welcome. Um, I started off, you know, I was actually working with Jocelyn. Jocelyn's been my mentor for since I was 15 and a half, and I owe a lot of my growth and development to her. So thank you, Jocelyn. Um, but along the journey, I was in school, in university, and really finding a lot of um, – you know, not finding my happiness there. I It wasn't a place where I found that I learned with my type of learning style. And, um, you know, after two or three years of just trying to force my way into making something work or being a doctor or a lawyer like my parents wanted me to be, I finally said enough's enough and I needed to make a change. So I decided to pack up two suitcases and a laptop and move to Toronto where I pursued makeup artistry. And the artistry portion really spoke to me because I was able to, you know, be creative, work with people every day, do something super fun and, and have an ever-changing environment. And then from there, um, you know, I decided to move back to Winnipeg after, you know, a relationship that didn't go so great. And I wanted to restart and build my career here in Winnipeg. Um, and then after that, I decided to, you know, start up on movie sets and do things like that. But the hours were incredibly long and incredibly tedious. And if I wanted to have some sort of balance in my life, I decided that I needed to make a change. So I just decided to start doing eyebrows just out of, you know, my chair in my condo. And from there it kind of grew to what it is today. And it was a slow process, but um, I really enjoyed helping women with their faces and just feeling more confident, you know, having the lines there to help them, you know, look more awake and open and younger. And it does so much for the face. And 
after I had clients coming in and asking me, you know, I just can't grow my hair back. How am I supposed to, you know, draw my brows on every day? I want a solution so that it makes it easier for me. Um, I came across a process called microblading and microblading is really such a godsend because it's similar to tattooing, not as permanent. And um, I'm able to create really realistic looking hair strokes um, so that people can have that for about two years. It heals beautifully. It looks ultra realistic. And I've really been able to help women who've had cancer or alopecia um, or some sort of autoimmune disorder that, you know, attacks their eyebrows and makes them fall out. And from there, I just kind of grew my company and had a team come on and, and work with me and help me grow it. And it's been amazing ever since. Wow. I'm so blown away by um, just how you went. I'm not going to do the traditional nine to five. I mean, we were just talking about that <laughs> earlier on the show. And you yeah. just went, I'm just going to follow this inner bliss, this inner intuition. And you end up in this mm-hmm. incredible place of literally, like, I mean, for those of you that don't know G, like truly you're a mentor to so many women. They they oh, they look up to you. you. They they follow you on all these social media that you, I mean, <laughs> they, they talk about you and you just have this amazing ability to really connect with women in a positive way. And, um, yeah, it's just truly admirable the work you're doing. I, I, just one more thing yeah. I have to ask you, since you're on the line with yeah. me, is because um, I, I mean, you do spend like all day with with women and and working with their appearances and whatnot. And I'm curious from you because knowing you a bit, like you, you've got this mm-hmm. ability to really move people into a a better place in in terms of their self esteem. And I'm just mm-hmm. curious, like I mean, that we have a lot of women that listen to this show and. I mean, if you were to give some advice, especially to, to anybody listening tonight that is struggling with their self-esteem and wondering if, um, you know, what to do about that, like, what kind of advice would you give? I think it's really about um, understanding that there's only one you. There's only one me. There's only one Jocelyn. There's only one Keith. And if you try to hold yourself to the standards of the way another person looks, or how they appear to look on social media, a lot of it is, you know, Photoshop or, you know, those apps now can make us look thinner and, you know, our skin is clearer and it kind of gives us a false representation of who the person truly is. But the more work you put into developing yourself and your soul and you stay on soul path and you're true to who you are, I think that beautiful soul comes out and people see that rather than you know maybe a zit that's on your face or things that you point out in the mirror every single day they don't see those things you know they only see the beautiful that that expression that comes off of your face you know how excited you get when you talk about something you're passionate about um you know how you are generous to other people that how you made them feel that's what comes across not not your appearance People really, they, they care more about their own appearances than they do about your appearance. So for people to put so much stress and energy into, like, how they look, you know, it's important, obviously, to be groomed and feel good and, and you know, really take care of yourself and your body. That's so important. Make it your everything. You know, work on your soul because that is really what people truly see when they see you. Mm. That is such good advice. And I, I just feel like that when I'm in your presence is just you have this ability <laughs> to remind people just how you show up. And um, thank you for that. It's, it's, you're, very, oh, you're a real you blessing too. to us. 
yeah. and you to everyone. <laughs> honestly, Keith, like I'm Thank happy you. to do your book, and this is honest. It's mind blowing for me <laughs> with mindfulness, and I, I just said, you know, when I was speaking about it to some of my friends and to people I was reaching out to, um, the magnitude of information and how it guides you and and the importance of every lesson that's in there. Like you were saying you truly channeled it from spirit and something was just coming through and it it so speaks that way. And it's just every page. I just don't even want to put it down because I just want to keep rereading it over and over and over again. So thank you. Oh, you're so well. Thank you. I honestly have to thank the spirit for that. But I love that that's coming through and good work, my friend. It's, uh, Thank you. Thanks for you. having us. Oh, Thanks for calling in, you two. Stay on the line. I'm, okay. I'm getting you another okay. copy of the book. And Jocelyn, oh. we're getting you one, too. So Krista will, uh, Krista will be right with um, you to, to get your, your info. We can mail those out. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank oh. you, Kate. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. What a great, what a great call, 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 Krista. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Wow. <laughs> That that there were so many gems in that call. What a what a wonderful person G and Jocelyn both are. Um, and I just want I, I can't help but think Keith, what great timing that call was with, you know, this is Easter weekend, and I anticipate a lot of people were spending a lot of time with family. Maybe they traveled to visit them, or or they were just with them. And I know for me, the, this trying to help someone on their path so comes up around family and what you had to say is so perfect and timely and just, we're all on our own path and really what we can control is our prayer and our, our intention. And um, we really can't control other people's paths. So thank you. That was helpful in so many ways. Oh, you're welcome. Well, yeah, it's uh, I, I was in my saboteur came up in the middle of that, that, answer because I felt like I was talking too much, but um, Jocelyn's question just got me so excited because this practice of going to a good place in your mind and really just imagining it already done for that person has transformative effects. It really does. And it, you know, the, the sabotaging part of, part of us can come up and say, well, is that really going to work? Just going to a good place on behalf of somebody and wanting the best for them? I think it actually does. I think it's one of the most powerful things we can do. Our mm-hmm. our mind is really the place to create these kind of outcomes. So, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, no, no I agree. It's funny because it's, it's like when you tell you give the advice of just breathing. It's just so simple, and it's what we can control. And so intentions we can control and, and breathing we can control. So it, your, your advice is just so... It's so profound yet simple. So thank you for that, I'm for just, bringing that. I'm just, you're welcome. I'm just thinking about, um, as I was spring cleaning this weekend, I came across a book from this uh, doctor, Dr. Emoto, and the book is all mm. about the power of um, water and the, the transformative effects of, of water and our thoughts around water. Now, this might sound a little far-fetched for some of you listeners, but I'm going to share this because this goes right in line with what we're talking about here. Um, Dr. Emoto had done these experiments where he, um, he wanted to see the effects of our thinking on water. And the idea was he, he states in the book, you know, we're, we're all made up of, I believe it's 75% water. 
it's amazing we don't just float away. But when you think about it, your physical makeup is 75% water. So Dr. Emoto thought, well, okay, I'd like to do an experiment and see what our thinking, um, how our thinking might affect water. So he literally took these jars of water and, um, and on these jars of water, on some of the jars of water, he literally wrote words like love, peace, joy, happiness. And on some of the other jars of water that he filled up, he wrote words like hate, war, um, negative, just different words that were lower connotations. And he froze these jars of water. And this book goes on to say that when he takes the water out of the freezer and he looks at the water crystals under a microscope, what he found, and he actually shows pictures of this in his, his book, the, the water crystal formations under a microscope of the jars of water that had words like love and peace and harmony and joy, the crystals actually formed these incredibly perfectly balanced configurations. They were like these perfect formations. And the jars of water that had words like hate and war and negative connotations, the crystals actually were all... Um, out of sync like they were they all you can actually see the pictures they're out of balance and they're not harmonized and he draws this conclusion that if our thinking I mean if that's what just writing a word on a jar of water and freezing it and looking back at it if that's the effect that just writing the word the intention of the word has on this water imagine what our thinking has um, what effect that has on our, our physical makeup and so it's quite profound that our thoughts really are affecting everything, including how we think about other people. So when I think back to that call with Jocelyn earlier, I mean, just how we think about her friend Audrey is going to completely have an effect on Audrey herself. And in a lot of ways, when you get into those situations where you've tried everything and that person's no longer willing to to shift or they don't want to take your advice, one of the best things you can do is, is offer that silent prayer of intention and just, you know, wishing them well and wishing them that they find peace and harmony and trying to align your thoughts to a place of goodness always go to a good place that is one of the secrets of of mindfulness right there so yeah anyway i was reminded of that from spring cleaning and from that call and (laughs) just really appreciating how everything is really aligned especially on this radio show every monday (laughs) it's amazing isn't that true it's um, I actually seen a thing on, you know, the benefits of Instagram and these social media platforms are sometimes there's some really good things people are up to that, that trigger, um, you know, to remind us to do things like the intention on the water, you know, cause it's easy to, to forget to do those things. Um, and she'd written out all of her and she, it had been a monthly intention and she did a really cool doodle. And I just thought, Oh, right. That's just so simple and so perfect just to write down your intentions for the month. And maybe, maybe that might be a great routine of, it could be daily, it could be weekly, monthly, um, but it's easy to get away from those practices. But what you're bringing me back to, Keith, is how powerful those practices are. So I know I'm going to start yeah. that again. Yeah. Yeah. It's also triggering in me just uh Speaking about the book that I would just put out, there's a whole section in there um, on vision boarding. Have you ever done any vision boarding mm-hmm. before? Yeah, lot. Yeah, absolutely. But nothing recently. So that again, another great practice. How do you do it? Keith? Yeah. 
Well, the, the idea of vision boarding, like um, for those of you listening that aren't familiar, it's like literally setting the intention for what you want. And um, I'm just thinking about even how this book got created for me. About six years ago, I, I made a vision board. So I literally got a piece of Bristol board. I went through a bunch of magazines and I cut out words that were words that described the feelings of what it would be like when this book came out. Words like joy and fulfillment and success and peace and gratitude. And I literally pasted them all on this Bristol board, images from the magazines. And um, I remember finding a picture of a book and literally with the magazines too, cutting out letters and going, I will have a book written by August 2000. I think it was 16 at the time. And I, I really believe in the power of that because um, I put up that, that vision board up on my wall at home and every day I'd look at it. And even when I wasn't aware that I was looking at it, unconsciously I would see it. And over time, it's incredible how our unconscious mind aligns with what we've intentionally desired in our conscious mind and things come into fruition that way it's it's this practice of manifesting you know this this law of attraction is really really true so um yeah i love that we're talking about this idea of getting intentional and, and creating vision boards and writing down your intentions because all of these things come true you know i'm thinking even just writing the intentions for how you want to see the people around you in your life and I mean, you can expand this however you want, but this is another powerful way to practice mindfulness. Yeah, we got to get yeah. on that, Krista. <laughs> I, I'm I'm motivated. I'm I'm anxious. I want to get on it right away. Um, and and one Me of my too. favorite things we're we're going to by next show, Keith. Um, one of my favorite things is just like you said. Once you do it, you don't actually have to do anything more. It it it's funny how you look back and maybe you haven't even thought about it for a while, but those things just naturally organically create really interesting. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's amazing to think too, like the, the thoughts that we think in our mind that we're not even consciously realizing we're thinking, you know, like the chronic thoughts, um, so they become so, they become so habitual that you don't even realize it. But you know, like things yeah. like, oh, I'm so tired when I wake up in the morning. But imagine if you just catch yourself and go, no, hang on, I don't want to be tired when I wake up in the morning. I am rested. And just changing the way yeah. you think about it is going to have a profound impact on your life, for sure. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to come back next week and tell you about what an exciting week I've had of all of my intentions. So maybe I want to know what you're, can, you're drinking up over in. there. Yeah, I know. Um, well, I'm feeling a little artsy about it. Um, and maybe our callers can call in and let us know how that goes. Absolutely. Okay, well, this has been a fantastic call. I, I feel, you know, yet again, much better than when we started, Keith. And and so thank you for bringing your gifts to the world in this platform. Oh, and thank you, Krista, too. Same Same for you. And I'm just so glad the technical difficulties worked themselves out so we could be here on the air with you all tonight. And um, be sure to join us every Monday night at 7.30 p.m. Central Time and call in with your questions. We're here to talk everything mindfulness and beyond. And, yeah, just a, a huge well of gratitude for everyone that tunes in and listens every week. And thank you for all your support. Absolutely. Have a great week. Good week, everyone.